0: Welcome to the St. James Sermon Podcast. We are so glad to have you with us. Hi, I'm Eugene Scott, parish associate at St. James Presbyterian. It's good to be with you this Ash Wednesday. When I was younger, I was in the Navy, and in Navy boot camp, we did a lot of marching. The Navy had a couple of reasons for this. It was the best way to move large groups of recruits from here to there on the base. But more importantly, it was one of their main ways of stripping us of our individuality, melding us into a military unit, into a company, to get us in step with their mission, with their vision. Couldn't have a bunch of, uh, especially back in those days, hippies running around with their own idea of what it meant to be military. But marching as well as fitting in was and always has been a struggle for me. Though my unique way of being and thinking has caused me no end of teasing, particularly in my family of origin and trouble in school, It's always been essential to my identity. So I struggled as a recruit in boot camp, but the biggest struggle was that I cannot keep a beat to save my life. They formed us into companies and and marched us all over the camp from event to event. And I was always the one that threw my column off. If you would look at me from a distance, my head was up while others were down, my shoulder was left while other was right. I could not march for anything. I got yelled at, I stumbled, I had to constantly skip to get back in cadence and pace even after weeks of marching and practice, it was impossible. I am rhythmically impaired. I cannot keep a beat. In our passage today, Jesus says, keep company with me. Learn my unforced rhythms of grace, Come to me. But the problem is that we're all rhythmically impaired. Generations of Christians have tried to, like Jesus did, love their neighbor. Or like Pastor Craig admonished us a couple of weeks ago, to the harder to love your enemy. We've tried to resist racism, resist the allure of power, the allure of money. We've tried to just on a minor level trust God and not worry. All to no avail. Jesus says, Come keep company with me. And in my marching days, they would always put me next to somebody who was really good at rhythm and a good marcher and say, Match him, walk with him. But even that was no avail. You see we're all rhythmically impaired. I'm using that for as a metaphor for our sinfulness. Jesus calls us to be in step with him. But the trouble is all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, scripture tells us. Sin is not simply lust or lying or licentiousness or or those things that dallas willard says we try to manage small s actions those are, are are bad and and not good things to practice but they really come out of big s sin they they really are symptoms rather than the problem the problem for us is that we are out of sync with God. We are rhythmically impaired to God's rhythms. We cannot march through life at the rhythm and the pace and the way Jesus did. Generations have tried it. Charles Sheldon wrote in a a novel in 1899, what would Jesus do? And that's been a great call for generations of people to try and match Jesus' rhythm. And sometimes we can. But most often, when we, simp- when we look and see what would Jesus do, we see that we fall short, as Scripture tells us. It's amazing that Jesus gave this encouragement to take on his yoke, to keep company with him right after his condemnation of Tyre and Sidon. Everyone was stunned by those two cities, unwillingness, an inability to follow Jesus, to affirm Jesus. And he condemns them and then almost instantly to his followers says, but if you come to me, If you try it on your own, you won't make it. But if you come to me, you can make it. We're all impaired to heaven's rhythms. How can we keep company with Jesus? How can we fulfill the encouragement of this passage, of this invitation? When every time we get in step... It only lasts for a couple of steps, and we lose the rhythm. Admit that we're all rhythmically impaired is the first thing to do. And I I would like to ask you, in your mind, in your heart, or literally, turn to Jesus right now as you're keeping company with Him, as you're walking through life with Him, and simply look at Him and say, Jesus, I can't match your rhythm. I can't keep company with you. I don't have it in me. Admit that you and I are rhythmically impaired. As a matter of fact, that's really what Ash Wednesday is a rhythm yearly for us to think about. That it's a seasonal time for us to recognize our need for God. That we are ash and dust human and we need jesus help to live martin luther the great reformer gave us the the solas the scripture alone faith alone and we all recognize that we cannot climb the ladder into heaven ourselves it's it's too steep it's too hard and and so we could admit that that jesus has to get us there but often we mistake life and think that we can get from here to the base of the ladder without Jesus' help on our own. But Martin Luther not only said we're justified by faith, by grace, we are sanctified by faith and grace. That in this life we need grace to even match the heavenly rhythms to get to the base of the ladder, not simply to climb it. And so how can we keep company with Jesus as this passage, as Jesus himself so beautifully encourages us, admit that we're rhythmically impaired. The second piece is here in this passage as well. Let Jesus' grace then fill you and set your pace. When I was studying at Fuller Seminary in L.A., our class attended a worship gathering of a creative church plant in downtown LA. The worship setting was in the pastor's living room, a a large living room, uh, a sanctuary on Sunday nights. She was the preacher and teacher and her husband led the music on a drum set. So in the middle of this living room was a drum set. And all around were couches and chairs moved back against the walls for us, the congregation, to, to sit against. He had played the drums for the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie soundtrack. He was an excellent drummer. She was a wonderful preacher and teacher. As we walked into that little sanctuary, a greeter greeted us and handed each of us a percussive instrument. I tried to resist when the greeter handed me some kind of homemade shaker of some kind, a rattle. But he insisted, and I took it, kind of laughed, recognizing once again my, that I can't keep beat for, for anything. And I looked around, and... and ah, there was no back row, there was no place to hide. And I knew as soon as the music started, I'd be found out as a pretender. Once again, when everyone else's head in the column was going down, mine would be going up. I'd be going left, they'd be going right, that I couldn't keep a beat. And of course that was true. And I sat there for a while and then eventually I felt self-conscious so I started shaking my rattle, but I couldn't keep on beat with everyone. And it was once again a reminder of of how off key sometimes my life has been. My dad was a great mechanic and I did okay with it. He was trying to teach me how to be a mechanic and, and he finally just looked at me and said, Eugene, you're going to end up behind a desk someday. That was his concession to the fact that, that I was different than my whole family. That, that even you, St. James, probably recognize that, that I think differently. I, I preach differently. And that uniqueness was rising up in me and, and causing me angst sitting in that worship gathering. And, and so I stopped shaking my rattle out of beat and just sat there. And soon something strange and beautiful happened. I heard the rhythm sounded like a heartbeat. And then pretty soon I thought, that's God's heartbeat. And it began to thrum through me. It moved me. And soon I heard in that rhythm all around me and especially from that drum in the center an assurance from God that my uniqueness came from Him and I didn't need to match the rhythm of others, of those sitting around me, of those walking the streets with me, that what I needed to have was the rhythm of God's heartbeat in me and that my rhythm could be antiphonal to His. My beat could be alternate. It didn't have to be Boom, boom, boom. See, I can't even uh, pretend, I can't even put it into words because I would have to have some kind of rhythm to do so. But I got assurance from God that when my heartbeat hit his heartbeat, we were in sync. I felt a peace about who I am and what I'm called to do in this world. And from there, I've, I've slowly learned more and more about what rhythms are and, and how they affect us. And, and that the, it's not just a musical concept, that it's a, a life concept, that artists and architects have rhythms. And, and artist rhythms maybe is the kind of rhythm I have because they're not all identical, but you can see the patterns. There's a random rhythm like snowfall. It corresponds to something. And so I felt this peace and, and, and I, I began learning, and that rhythm is corresponding with God's thoughts and ideas and actions, with, with Jesus' thoughts and actions in that way. And then a few years ago, I read Peterson's version of, of Matthews 11:28 through30. This passage, Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. And that's the phrase that stuck with me. It reminded me of that worship gathering years ago. And I wondered, what is Jesus' rhythm? And so I took the Gospels on audio, and on the way to work every morning, I'd listen to the Gospels. And I did that for a couple of years. I listened to them about three or four times over on the way to work every morning. And I didn't listen for Jesus' teaching necessarily. I didn't watch for his miracles. I, I, I watched his movements. How did he get from place to place? How did he make decisions? He'd be going somewhere and suddenly he'd stop and heal someone and then continue along his way or he'd just go and walk on the shore. He'd climb a mountain. He'd walk across the water. He'd nap in a boat. And I began to see his rhythms and the main thing I noticed is he moved in accordance with the father's heartbeat heaven's rhythm which is not matching a beat like I said but coordinating thoughts and feelings and actions with God's design for life Jesus brought kingdom rhythms to earth and now he's offering them to us we are rhythmically impaired But he, in this passage, is saying, let my grace fill you and set your pace for life. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. He says, come to me. Get away with me. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. How do we keep company with Jesus? First, we simply say, We are rhythmically impaired. We can't match your rhythm, Jesus. So please fill us with your grace and you fill us with your pace. You do it through us, in us. We are looking at following Jesus over the next couple of weeks of of Lent, up until Easter. And many of us do some kind of fast, give up something for Lent. In light of following Jesus and this passage of come away or keep company with Jesus, here's what I'd like to ask you to consider for your Lenten fast. Restrict whatever it is that's keeping you from a rhythm with Jesus. Maybe it's your media intake. And so instead of uh, listening to some media, the news or the radio, make room for Jesus rhythm, turn off the news, limit social media. That's what you're fasting from, something like that. And then don't just fast from something, feast. Come away with Jesus Keep company with Jesus, follow Jesus. So like I did, maybe you'll listen to the gospels on audio or at the very least read them and do so not necessarily to learn Jesus' lessons, but to watch his pace, to see what he does. What are his actions and how do they speak to you? Maybe also you'd listen to your favorite spiritual music or you'd feast on silence. Keep company with Jesus this Lent, this season, and see if your rhythms don't begin to match his because his grace will set the pace. Let's pray together. Lord, as we embark on this Lenten journey, comfort and challenge us. Help us to move and live in your rhythm bring scripture to life over these coming weeks, and give us, please Lord God, unforced rhythms of grace. Amen. St. James is a Presbyterian church located in Littleton, Colorado. Find us on the web at www.sjpres.org or email us at contact at sjpres.org